Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome to the historical background of U.S. presidents. On today's segment, we're going to discuss Democratic-Republican Thomas Jefferson. So Jefferson was the third president of this year United States. He was most notable for his expansion of U.S. territory with events such as the Louisiana Purchase and the Lewis and Clark Expedition. But before we get into his later contributions, we have to discuss the rather challenging process into becoming America's third leader. Alright, so in the year 1800, Jefferson went up against the likes of second president John Adams and lesser-known opponent Aaron Burr. Little did Aaron and Thomas know trouble was brewing. We all know that in a standard election, there are electors who cast votes for a candidate. But you see, before the invention of the 12th Amendment, this was how elections went. Each elector votes for two people who they think would be the best president. The guy who had the most votes would obviously become the president. But what about the guy who came in second? Well, he would become the vice president. Electors would have to throw one of their votes away in order for the potential president and the vice president to be under the same party. But in the year 1800, the electors ended up with a tie because of their lack of communication skills and the voting got sent to the House of Representatives. This voting went through about 36 rounds. But luckily, a savior by the name of Alexander Hamilton influenced the House of Representatives to give the um, presidency to Jefferson because Burr was apparently too dangerous as a president. This event established the 12th Amendment, which in simplified terms states that the president and the vice president have separate ballots. In the end, Jefferson determined this as the most peaceful election he's ever witnessed and coined this as the Revolution of 1800. So now, finally, Jefferson is in office at this point. But unfortunately, he can't even enjoy his newly formed presidency because John Adams, the second president, tried to pull a fast one on him before he left office. As I said before, Jefferson was a Democratic Republican, which is somebody who was opposed to Federalist ideas. But John Adams was a Federalist. So the night before Jefferson came into office, he appointed 42 Federalists to join the Justices of Peace and 16 Federalists as judges. John Marshall, who was the Secretary of State at the time, was in charge of mailing the commissions to the people who are supposed to fulfill said positions. This process was not able to be completed in one night, so by the next day, Jefferson was president. Jefferson then ordered for the halting of the rest of the commissions because Adams was no longer president. This teed off some folks, specifically a man by the name of William Marbury, who didn't receive his commission as a Justice of Peace the night before. So then, Marbury ordered a writ of mandamus, which is an order given from a higher to a lower court that they are legally obligated to complete a duty. He does this to assure John Marshall delivers the rest of the commissions. James Madison was now the Secretary of State and was ordered to not deliver the rest of the commissions. The court ruled that Marbury was entitled to the commission, but they also said that it was unconstitutional because the Supreme Court did not have the right to issue a writ of mandamus. This instance explains judicial review, which limits executive and legislative powers by declaring something as unconstitutional. Now, let's talk about his plans for U.S. expansion. Okay, so Spain transferred the Louisiana land to France under Jefferson's nose. But when the U.S. Congress found out about this, they discussed buying a piece of the land along the Mississippi River. Jefferson knew that there was no provision in the Constitution to buy foreign territory, so he tried to get an amendment passed that would permit the purchase, but Congress said no. But without permission, the U.S. negotiators in France cut out a deal for all of Louisiana for $15 million. 
Hamilton told Jefferson that it was implied powers. All right, so Thomas wanted to expand America more westward, so he was looking for a Northwest Passage. In 1803, Jefferson sent a secret proposal to Congress that an expedition uh, be funded by American government. Jefferson requested $2,500 for this expedition, and he sent his friends Meriwether Lewis and William Clark to lead this expedition. Along with those two, there were American officers and troops that were sent to get to know the tribes and locate the Northwest Trail, but more so to locate the Northwest Trail. All right, y'all, that's it on the third president of the United States, Thomas Jefferson. I hope y'all learned something new. See y'all next time.